So the dimensions were completely incomparable to what I was actually going to be able to ride. And that was because they were fitter than me. Um, most of the time they were younger, but also they had better um, skill set, right? Better timing. So when you have all of those three things together, then you don't need to have, you know, as much literature in the board. Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Leighton. On today's episode, we speak to Sasha from Zero Ego Board Reviews. Yeah, Sasha's on Instagram, can be found at Zero Ego Board Reviews. And he was a really nice bloke and he had loads of information and knowledge. Really knowledgeable surfer. Yeah. Uh, he classes himself as an average surfer. We don't class him as an average surfer, do we? No, he's he's uh, maybe it should be like the wave setting. He's average plus. Yeah, <laughs> he's more than average plus. I've I've seen some of his uh, Instagram posts. Um, yeah, go and check them out, and you'll you'll know what we're talking about if you're not following him already. Um, yeah, really nice guy. Yeah, lo- loads of tips for everybody. He's he's very. Um, welcoming isn't he you know you can you can send him messages yeah. and help you out and he's he's said in the really podcast, approachable he, yeah. yeah really approachable guy says in the podcast when he's out surfing if he can see people doing something wrong it will help them so that just it's kind of testament to how nice the guy is yeah bit of trouble with the audio on this one at the start and throughout it, the uh internet connection dropped in and out a bit so um apologies for that yes thank you guys yeah my name's sasha and i'm uh, a surfaholic um, basically, um, I've got an Instagram channel called Zero Ego Board Reviews, um, and uh, that's where I basically review different boards at wave pools um, at the wave in Bristol for average level surfers. So it's something that average levels. I am an average level surfer, and it's for average level surfers to be able to relate to. Yeah, and well, we we've been following you for a while now. You say you're average, but <laughs> you seem absolutely incredible. All the all the photos I've seen in the videos, or videos and all, you seem like oh, it's, it's just beautiful surfing. You're like an incredible surfer. Well, that's really kind. It it it, it is. Um, it, it's interesting, right? Because I think that I've improved about. 40 percent in the last four years since wave pools have been around. That's the first thing to say. Um, so since Surf Snowdonia opened, um, and I went there regularly, even though it was like four and a half hours uh, one way from me, and then Bristol opened, and that's one and a half hours away from me. Um, so that has made a massive difference. But I think that what I mean by average is um, in terms of people who know how to surf, I'm very average. So this is different than being an intermediate. I'm not an intermediate surfer. Um, you know, I, I would say that I'm more than an intermediate surfer. But in terms of a sort of an advanced surfer, I'm very, very, very average. So uh, how long have you been surfing for now? I've been surfing a long time. Um, I'm 46 and I started when I was 19, but I've never lived by the sea. Uh, that first 10 years, I probably surfed about, you know, 
20 times in the first 10 years. And then I got more serious and, more, you know, began to love it even more and, and became sort of uh, slightly besotted by it. And we'd go down regularly down to North uh, Evan and North Cornwall, which is uh, like a three and a half to four and a half, depending where, uh, one way trip for me. So I've never had any friends that surf uh, until sort of in the last sort of three or four years where I've got to know locals but I, it's just sort of for, just because we meet at the same place because we know what the conditions are going to work. But I don't sort of generally have friends that, that, that I surf with and no one that I know. I mean, I live in Bracknell, <laughs> which is like near Reading. I mean, it's just got nothing to do with surfing. At There's all. a good, uh, well, they used to have a good ramp there years ago. I don't know if it's still there, Bracknell ramp. No, they had that massive one at the sports centre. Yeah, yeah, it was like a death ramp. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, so, why that's why it's not, not there, there anymore. <laughs> yeah. is, that, is, that, is that where you've always lived near there then? Yeah, that's right. I've always lived there. So um, it's it's not exactly the, the surfing epicentre of the universe. I was going to see if you knew any of the skaters from around there then, if uh, I know one the same sort of age as you. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, I did a little bit of skating. I probably do more skating now than I did then. I'm not the same sort of skating. But um, but no, I mean, I, I came into into all of it very late, really. I, I, I um, did a round-the-world trip when I was 18 after A-levels with a mate, and um we would just go to thailand and places like that just to party not to not to do anything else really and then um we heard about this guy said oh this island's really cool you should go there so we just decided to go there and it happened to be sumatra it happened to be nias and um all the all the surfers were really annoyed because it was high season and the waves were tiny. They were like sort of waist high to head high. And so for us, it, for literally a month, for, it was like a wave pool. You know, it was the same. Oh, amazing. It was absolutely amazing for us. And so I think I learned more there in, in that was, a, you know, that's when I first learned to surf. I, was, um, we, I went when I was 18, I turned 19 when I was there. So I think I was 19 at Nias. And I learned more in that month than I did for the next 10 years without question. So did you have any lessons there or you just kind of worked out yourself and taught yourself? No, you, do you know what? I'm 46. People didn't used to have lessons, did they? <laughs> no, just... We just used to get on with it. And, and, I, and I, I'm not into it. I think it's such a waste of time. Now, now you can go on, you, even if you don't have lessons, you can go on YouTube and Google and work out, you know, what you're doing wrong or how you could improve. But no, we just took boards and we we uh, we would take the wave on our on on our belly or on our knees if it was too steep, and then we would get up. Right. Right. Um, I think you know, and and so that whole time we never learned to drop in actually for that month. But we, um, I mean, we might have done once or twice, but not properly. But we learned to ride the wave, you know, um, and and that was the, the the you know the really fun thing. And then you know, spent years learning how to get up and paddling and dropping and, and all of that, which took and 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 buck five, which we didn't really have to do it in the ass either. Um, so so yeah, that that that's how it went. That's kind of the same as us, really. We we just spent a long time <laughs> getting not, smashed in the face, yeah, yeah, and, and, <laughs> and not really kind of like taking it too seriously and like not going down very much and um so yeah it's yeah kind of the similar kind of thing to us. apart from we didn't go to thailand and learn how to surf for a month which was the our kind of downfall i suppose um to seeing you're in reading where, where's your nearest beach break then yeah so so yeah so bracknell which is i, mean, I say reading because it's the nearest probably bigger town that people know about but um so um my 
Well, I don't know what the lo- nearest is. It's probably. It's got to be the wave now, isn't it? Sorry, <laughs> it's got to be the wave now. Oh, well, it definitely is yeah. the wave now for sure. A hundred percent is the wave. Absolutely, that is my local. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm like that guy from the North Shore. What's his oh, name? Rick. Yeah. Rick. <laughs> Just call me Rick. Oh no. We were having this awful. conversation the other day, yeah. right? So it's it's gonna you're gonna get that thing now, surely, which is exactly like North Shore, where someone's gonna come along, learn yeah. to surf at the wave, absolutely rip at the wave go out in the ocean and just be like, what, what is this? I've not got a clue. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I mean, that could happen. And, um, and I do think that the surfers in, in, uh, you know, in, in the surf good spots in the coast, some, some are sort of quite skeptical about the, the, the artificial waves, although less so as soon as they have a go and they realize it's quite fun. But, I think that some of them are worried that hordes of people are going to come down. But I, I, I agree with, with your point in that there's so much to understand and know in terms of the conditions, the tides, how to get out the back in certain breaks. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think this is going to cause extra uh, uh, um, people in the, in, in the ocean uh, in a serious way. Um, I think it might take people away because you're not going to bother on a on a on a fairly average day there if, if you've got a wave pool nearby um so yeah um yeah i think bournemouth is probably my nearest sea place but i don't really know that area very well i have surfed there and then north devon is really my local area it's anything anything between uh just below widmouth to uh to somerset to, to you know is, is is i know all those spots very very well i was gonna say careful what you say there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's different it, we found that difficult as well as you as you get into a conversation you go to say something and you're like yeah 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 exactly yeah that's kind of our our area as well isn't it yeah in that place yeah is that your area yeah 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 and then we uh yeah somerset down to north devon is uh where we're closest to it's um i do want to say before before we go too too far that black board you had the other day on your instagram mm-hmm. that yeah. was a thing of beauty yeah i had <laughs> something about black surfboards and i was yeah. talking to my partner about it tonight and because she said oh, are you going to ask him about the blackboard like, yes of course i am <laughs> it's uh, in in the film point break which we talk about a lot on this when he when Bodie gives Johnny Utah that blackboard and they go for the night surf, I think that's where the love of blackboards come from. And when I saw <laughs> that board, that, that that whole scene just replayed in my head when I saw that board. <laughs> yeah. So if, no, if, if we can explain that, that board and the fin setup, because I've never seen anything like that in my life, the fin setup on that. Well, you know, um, I've been really fortunate to, to be riding lots of different boards um, over the last few years with what i'm doing and um i think it's really sort of helped my surfing and it's and it's and and, and it's it's really sort of made it i think it's made me a better surfer and made me appreciate different things on on boards but i just got to a point where i just wanted something completely different and i had to look around to see you know who was making something completely different and um i found uh tim stafford who's a shaper from uh widmouth and uh he was doing some like just crazy things and and i said tim i just want something really mental you know just something but but also i mean i want it to work so it's not about the aesthetic 
surely although you know i think they look amazing but I, I you know i just want something completely mental so he he's made me this asymmetrical board and actually what's very interesting is if you look at an asymmetrical board they're made for goofies or regulars so some people think that they're made for just going on left hand waves or right hand waves that's not what it is at all it's to do with whether you're right foot forward or left foot forward and it's all about how you uh, put pressure on your toes differently to how you put pressure on your heels so it's all about that. And what's really interesting, actually, is that if you look at most asymmetrical boards, um, you would think that my board, looking at it, is actually for a, for a regular foot, but actually I'm goofy. So he's actually turned all the science on its head and the way that he does the, the fin placement. So I've got five fins in that thing. You, you've got like this big twin fin on the side. You've got uh, a bonza inbuilt. Uh, you've got a normal back fin and then you've got two keel fins. And none of it makes, all of it is science and none of it I can understand. But that thing just bloody works. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, it, it just looks insane. The thing, like you look at it and you, it's one of those ones when you, I don't know, you, I, I could only describe it to a car with like exhaust coming out of the bonnet. And you look at it and you go, what the <laughs> yeah. hell is that for? And then you see it you see it in action and you're like, whoa, that's why. Or, it you know. is a thing of beauty. But that, that's why we wanted to get you on. The way you're describing then, like the, the you know, even down to your toe placement, your foot placement, um, that's the thing we've talked about a lot. The, the, the board you select is, the, you know, the most important thing where a lot of people just, you know, they want to get on that small board and tear up the waves and, you know, that's it. But board selection is so important and the way you're describing that with the way you know just on the movements on your toes and your heels and stuff like that that's uh that's for people out there that's information that's crucial that they should really be listening to and taking in especially when you're looking to progress as well you know everything gets fine-tuned doesn't it so like the what you're doing with with the uh zero egos is providing a really good service service for people because Boards are expensive, aren't they? So you you don't want to go and waste your money on something that you or, or you know don't know anything about. So you know what you're doing is um is is great, isn't it? So where where did it start? Where did the zero ego idea come from, and and how did it begin? Yeah, um, so I was I was sort of tired of of seeing reviews by basically pro surfers that would like surf a board that even maybe that I could ride was literally 10, 15 litres less than my one, less than something that I could ride. Right? So the dimensions were completely incomparable to what I was actually going to be able to ride. And that was because they were fitter than me. Um, most of the time they were younger, but also they had better um, skill set, right? Better timing. So when you have all of those three things uh, together, then you don't need to have, you know, as much literage in a board, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, even boards that I was interested in riding, they would ride, you know, five sizes lower. And, and you know, something that's five sizes shorter and smaller volume will surf completely differently to something five sizes up, especially if you're not double the weight, right? So um, I then started surfing at Surf Snowdonian and uh, sort of started doing it just for fun, basically on, on YouTube and doing some, um, some reviews of the boards that I had and then also that you could borrow there, you could hire there. Um, 
and just I found it really fun and I felt like I was learning more than anyone else so I was I very much am preaching to myself in every single review that I do yeah. um, so so I'm talking to myself really and just learning things about it and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you know a lot of it translates to to to, to other people that are not pros and you know you mentioned earlier on that you know that, that my surfing seems to be fairly good but um and it has improved massively, but I still very, very much remember going to the ocean, not catching waves. I still remember going to the ocean and riding waves without having a clue what to do on them. You know, that's not, that was, I, I wasn't born with this. This was, you know, fairly recently, I would say, you know, 10 years ago, that was me, you know, and I really only, and then I got a bit better. And then five years ago or four years ago, whenever the Snowdonia opened up, my progression went massive. I've been in big waves before that because I used to go to Bali every year. My wife's from Indonesia, although she's, she was brought up here. But so we used to go to Indonesia every year and I would, I would uh, get into some fairly decent sized waves. I have no idea what I was doing though. You know, just basically think I was riding, but basically just going straight yeah. and standing up tall and um, probably just being a little bit braver rather than any sort of skill set. Um, and now I'm just really sort of finding the joy of, of, um, of uh, you know being able to surf and and you know knowing different maneuvers and stuff, but then again you know at the wave you know you can do multiple turns and in the in the, in the ocean I'm really happy if I can get one turn in or or two you know, um, so it's very different. So can you can you remember a point in your surfing um, that was the transition from that kind of beginner like just going into in, intermediate to when you actually start to get really good like was there a point where it just clicked and you can remember that or yeah i can actually there's a there's a couple of points i can remember i can remember where something clicked and i realized that i love this so much that i'm going to be much more serious about this i'm going to eat better i'm going to go more often in the winter uh this was before i would go before i was really going in the winter properly you know um all of those things there was that thing um and that really didn't that wasn't because I had a good surf. That was just something just clicked, and, and 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 I just thought I just really love this for my mental well-being. Even if I go out there and don't get out the back, I'm frustrated with that. When I come back in, actually, I'm not frustrated that I've been in the sea. So I remember that period very well. And that, that's probably quite a while ago. You know, that's probably sort of 15 years ago. But um, then, in terms of sort of that intermediate surfer to to slightly advanced. I was in the Canary Islands, not knowing what I was doing at all. And the waves were a little bit bigger. Um, and, and I just thought to myself, look, I just have to, just have to go for it. And I was kind of fairly successful. I'm sure I, I surfed like rubbish, but, but I, I, you know, I caught some waves and went along them. And I think that was the, the biggest thing. So psychologically was definitely the biggest thing, which is why I think that if you get some tips now, and, and I like not. I, I don't like just reviewing boards. I really like giving tips to like you know tips that I've learned. I like sharing tips when I'm at the wave and I see people um, struggling. You know, I enjoy I enjoy that because I hate sort of seeing people not catching waves because of something really simple. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely a, a good good attitude to have. That's that's another thing I've noticed. I've noticed on your Instagram as well, where where we've been watching, like your attitude towards it is. You can just tell you like you're just a proper nice guy that it's just you've just got that attitude of you know wanting to help people and just wanting everyone to get on and get better at it. 
it's uh, it's really nice to see. It's like spreading the love of surfing, isn't it? Which yeah. is yeah, that's what we what we are really trying to do as well. So that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's what you guys are doing, and that definitely comes across in your podcast. And you know, I love them. So so yeah, no, I think it's it's all fun. I think it's a, it is a little bit easier being a bit older. You know, not that I ever was a a, a young surfer because when I was young I was just in a blue so I was a young beginner for, for many years but I think it's a bit easier and, and we have a responsibility especially um, if you've had a bit more experience in life in general not to be a dick because it's yeah yeah definitely <laughs> well it's it's also nice that um, you know uh, being a bit older uh, and and people listen to the podcast who might be a bit older as well. And you saying that you got into it a bit later, and so did we. That they might think, oh, actually, you know, it's it's not too late, you know, to to actually That's give right. this a go because you can surf, you yeah. know, forever, can't you? Really, if you look after yourself, like you said, when you start to eat better, and you're really going to give this a go, there's no reason why you can't do this until the day you die. Well, this is it. I mean, and and look, you know, tomorrow I'm going to the wave. Um, uh, again, and, again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm surfing the the blackboard at 7am on an expert session so I'm really looking forward to that but the the other reason I'm going is that I'm filming uh, a guy called One Limb Surfer a guy called Martin uh, and his Instagram is one as in the number one limb uh, as in limbs uh, one limb surfer and you know he was in uh, X forces um, um, and he's got uh, you know two legs and one arm missing he's literally got one arm and he's bloody surfing so I mean if that's not an excuse to to, to get going then, yeah. um, then then nothing is well we we said about this earlier didn't we yeah. and um, Leighton was saying to his partner imagine just imagine that how brave you'd have to be imagine tying your legs together and one arm behind mm-hmm. your back and then getting in the water to go surfing like no, just you a, would just wouldn't do it it's just <laughs> a level of a level of courage yeah. i can't even comprehend that's, it's know? just we saw a picture the other day of him and like that's incredible like the, the and on his instagram game. account as well he's surfing some bloody big waves on some of those um in some of those pictures as well yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, he's 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 an amazing guy, and um, I, I don't know him very well. We've only met once, and we've been like talking on on Instagram, and, and that's a nice thing actually about Instagram. You get to meet people like that. I met him in person, um, and then at the wave, uh, and I had a little chat with him, asked him whether I could uh, just video his equipment because I'm interested in all equipment, and uh, you know he's got this prosthetic limb that's a paddle that he's designed which is really cool and um and then his board is obviously adaptive as well uh to an extent and then um and then yeah and so so it's really nice to meet people that are just like up for surfing and so yeah i can't wait to to film him on on, on the waves tomorrow uh hopefully hopefully uh, he's been on the advanced plus session and, and he's planning on thinking going on the, onto the expert session as well so i'd love to see that um yeah i think it's gonna be brilliant so what I, we know you've been to the wave a lot. We see um, your bank probably doesn't uh, appreciate it very much. But uh, <laughs> listen, uh, be careful. Yeah. My wife will probably listen to this. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the yeah. <laughs> There's a story that um, someone said. Um, I said on the last podcast. They said, "Oh, he saw his mate there, and he's like, God, don't yeah. tell my wife I'm yeah, exactly. the she goes, mad." <laughs> Um, but obviously your wife knows that you get a really good That's discount, right, yes. obviously, you know, the more you go, the cheaper it becomes. It's probably it's, about it's, a pound. Well, I think now, they give me a pound. I think that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you find? What, how do you, like our, our last episode that went out, um, when was it? Yesterday? 
yeah, I don't know what day yeah, it is. Yeah, like yesterday. Yeah. Um, that was uh, the, the the one of the wave. How do you find the wave, the actual wave itself, compared to the ocean? How do you find that? Yeah, that I mean, so, so both the wave and actually Snowdonia as well. Um, you know, I, I was never as excited as when I go to the sea. I think as, as I go to the ocean. So when I'm traveling down there. I'm very excited, but it's not the same thing as when I'm going to the ocean. Maybe because I don't know exactly know what to expect from the ocean, although it's normally pretty much what I expect because the forecasts are so good these days, and, and I understand them. But um, yeah, so that level of of uh, of expectancy is not there. But when I'm surfing it, I don't I don't actually even I forget that I'm not in the ocean. You know, I'm, I'm just surfing those waves, and, and I love it. So. Yeah, just enjoying yeah, yourself. Yeah. I'll surf anything. I'd be happy to surf sort of novelty waves. I'm happy to surf literally. You know, I've been to like work conferences in Brighton where there's been literally half a foot wave and, and, and I've gone, you know, surfing in there or just swimming in it or trying to body surf in it. So I'll take absolutely yeah. anything. Yeah, I just love it all. I think that's it. If you are, you know that moment when you become a surfer because you'll start changing plans or thinking ahead of it. If you're going somewhere where there's a beach, you'll go, if you're going with your family, your your first thought is, I wonder if there's surf there. Yeah. Your second thought is, who can I kick out the car to fit my board in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, you, you start thinking around this and like you, you, like you start having plans and people going, oh, do you want to do this? Well, um, I'll, I'll leave it as late as possible because, you know, I want to... It might be exactly. surf. Might be surf. <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly yeah. it. I, I just recently, today, I got a reply, but I preferred a jury service just recently. And it was for the purposes because of my business, I just couldn't go. Um, and they gave me another date, and it was uh, November next year, 2021. And I thought, brilliant. And then I thought, oh, no, that's a season. What if the trial is really long? <laughs> so I'm panicking about something oh. that is a year away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nightmare, isn't it? That's, that's, just, that's just proof of a proper server. Yeah. <laughs> so, what what was your go to board then? Before you know, before you had like this this new Black Beauty, we're going to call it. <laughs> before you had Black Beauty, what was your go to board then? Well, my go to board. That's a difficult thing to answer with what I do because literally I'm changing boards all the time. Um, Have you got one you go um, back to? I. So, so I, I can answer this because I have thought about it a lot for my, for, for my own purposes, but um, probably not in a in, in, in a very quick way. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's no, that's fine. That's I just wondered if there was that one board that you always well, went look, back to. Um, I've never surfed mid length boards before. Now the the blackboard is a mid length board, and 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 my flow stick form flow stick is a mid length board. Mid lengths are really it's a terrible name actually because my mid length is six six. You can have a six eight that is not a mid length that is actually a short board that's large. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, very confusing. confusing. It's not a mini mount, so it's basically a, a generally a board that is probably slightly more of a shape of a mini mount, but has a lot more performance uh, and it's a lot more glide and a lot more volume than a short board. So that's effectively what a, a mid length board is, and I've never considered one before. I've never ridden long boards. It was always short boards. Um, from 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 when I first started surfing, so I never really thought about mid lengths and um, um, 
Orchop had created these this, this, this brand called Form. Um, or, or sorry, Helen Stokes created this brand called Form. You can buy them from Boardshop. And they have created a number of different boards, uh, all designed by Alan Stokes. And one of them is a Form Flow Stick. And I tried this board and I thought, I cannot believe I've never ridden anything like this. And still today, so mine's 6'6", six, six, it's 44 litres, um, it's a mid-length, uh, it's a rounded nose, and um, it can cruise, you know, crappy small waves, but it can also handle big, steep waves. It can do absolutely everything. And it actually makes me more stylish than I am. And if there was one board that I broke today, if I just ran one over, I would immediately buy it. Whether I had the money or not, I would buy that one again. Um, I have the same dimensions personally for me as well. Six, six, 44 litres, that flow stick. So the other thing I noticed was that I realised how how rarely we have shortboard conditions in the UK since I started riding that board. Um, it's just, you know, and you'll see good surfers in, in conditions that I before thought were shortboard conditions in the UK, um, in the ocean. And, you know, you'll see good surfers and they'll get, you know, they'll get a wave with one or two or three really good turns in, but then nothing much for the rest of the session, right? So with this flow stick, you can, you know, you're on, you know, you're catching loads of waves all the time, but you can do anything on it. It's not a, a long board. So yeah, absolutely love that. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's the thing, isn't it? You, I, it's difficult, as, as you say, with what you do. There's always going to be that you'll try something. Oh, I like this, and then you sort of you think about it, and it, it's that as you say, that little board you always go back to. I mean. I've I I ride a big nine six log. I lo- I absolutely love the thing, but I've got a seven six as well. But it's um it's a torque board and it's it's got loads mm-hmm. of volume to it. I, I can't remember what the exact volume is on it, but I find the thing's really good. It's really you can really you know pop up well on it, move well on it. It moves uh, obviously after riding a big log, it moves like you it's like you're on a fifty p or something like that. It like pivots like anything <laughs> after one of those. But the thing. I find it so much more effort paddling out with that thing than I do right. with anything else. I, I don't use it as much mm-hmm. as I should. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some uh, someone, uh, this is a slightly different topic, but uh, someone is sending me a, uh, if they're called Boost, uh, they're sending me an electronic fin. Oh, yeah. I've seen these. So that boost, boost board are the long boards, yeah, aren't so they? Yes, they are going to make them yeah. smaller, but at the moment they're kind of more for long boards. And yeah, so when I was in LA last year and they had everyone had boost boards. Did they really? There. Well, did they really? Yeah, so they so they got the long boards on the, um, sorry, like the skateboard long boards. And boost boards, they make the long boards that go on the, like they all go up and down the, um, oh, what is it, like cycle path down Venice Beach and everything. Um, they go up and down there on boost boards, and you just see them flying around everywhere. And they've got like a controller in their hand as well. As oh, they go sorry, in. no, no. I so, think that yeah, I think that's another electronic skateboard um, called, uh, but it's not the same company. Ah, right, yeah, because they're called. They I think are you're right, actually. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. but yeah, so that's that's a different company, electronic skateboards. But this, an electronic oh, right. fin that you put on your surfboard. Um, and, uh, and, um, I, I, I don't know, a lot of people will hate that idea, but I think that if you, you know, maybe have, um, you know, uh, uh, if you're disabled or if you're, if you're just older, but you love surfing and you can't, I, I don't see why not, as long as you don't take people's waves, of course. 
I think yeah. going out. So it's got like a propeller on the fin, is it? Yeah, so it's got a it's got a propeller on the fin within the fin. That's pretty awesome. Mad. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I saw something about this on. I know what you're talking about now. I saw, it might have been on the Magic Seaweed Forum or something like that. Um, I can't remember. It was on some forum, and there were some people. <laughs> Some people get quite nasty. I think ninety percent of like, surfers li- will hate the idea. Yeah, I, I don't care what ninety percent of people think. I just want to try. It. I'm interested. Yeah, no, that's it. It's the it's that you know, not like a load of them were going. Oh, if you can't paddle out the back, you shouldn't be able to yeah, go out there and a, stuff like that. You a know, purist in yeah. surfing will feel like that. Yeah. So that so they're they're sending you like more stuff. So I know what a lot of our listeners will want to know. Do you get to keep the boards? So um, I have had boards before um, from, 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 different, uh, from different people in different uh, situations. Um, but what, what I've got now, uh, what I'm doing now, and actually it's just started, so I literally just put up the first review today of the Hydra Short, Tomo Hydra Short. Um, I've been a long-term customer from for, for, uh, for Boardshop, from Boardshop, whatever the English is, boardshop.co.uk. <laughs> so they're an online surf shop, but they're, they're not like an online presence. They're actually real people that you call up and they have great advice. So I've been a customer of this forever. And um, basically, um, I'm now getting boards from them to review and then I give those back. So, I, I, to be honest, uh, yeah, okay, it, it would be cool to keep them and maybe sell them, but I literally couldn't even keep all of the ones that I've got now. I've got too many I actually need for myself. So, what I'm excited about is, is not actually keeping the boards, but just trying them. So, I feel very, very lucky to be able to try these latest boards, latest shapes. Um, so, I've just got the Hydra, the Lost Hydra, which is this double diamond a uh, uh, small sort of board that's moving on from the puddle jumper so I'll be testing that up tomorrow uh, I've just done reviewed the Hydra Short and there's a bunch of other boards that I'll be reviewing so I don't keep those boards um, but I have kept others I, that's just living the dream for a surfer really isn't it you get all these lovely brand new boards coming through and I, I bet it's quite difficult to send some back though isn't it there must be some that you get and you're like oh god maybe maybe I should buy this one and this is just so much fun. yeah no they, 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 um, yeah exactly absolutely right and uh and and sometimes I, I sort of really uh worry <laughs> really worry if I'm going to like a board too much it's one of the best sales tactic ever to send people boards. Yeah, but exactly. it's, it's, it's like a uh, like a drug dealer, isn't it? It's like <laughs> you can have this one. Yeah, for free. exactly, exactly. So yeah, get it on layaway, you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you talk about uh, you know another go-to board. So that that's the mid length. That's what I was saying that I wouldn't live without that one. In terms of a more performance short board, that's really hard. So I've had quite a few that are pretty performance orientated and quite good. Um, the form adapt ADPT is really good. Um, I love the FRK, which is a Slater Designs board. And that turns, I can get that more vertical than any other board. It's actually quite hard to go vertical at the wave just because of the way the wave is. It's very fast and it's quite steep. Um, but in in normal waves, uh, you yeah, I can get that really vertical. Um, 
and I've never been able to get boards vertical before, so that's really weird to me. It's just really, really works. But it's quite skittish under my feet still. You know, it's probably slightly more performance orientated than, than I am in terms of for my level. Uh, and then the Hydra short that I've just tried is just like oh, sort of the best of both worlds. It's just so easy to serve, but just really performance orientated as well. So, yeah, I think all of those three in terms of the performance board are, are absolutely brilliant. The uh, I saw the um, what you reviewed as well. The, the are they hex pads to replace the he- hex attraction? Yeah, it's a company called RS Pro That's Water, it. and it's hex attraction grip. Yeah. How, how did you get on with those? Because my partner wants to buy those for her. She's got a lovely, um, like aqua green torque board. I think it's like a seven. It might be a it's seven. Six something, I think. No, no, it's not. I think it might be like a seven two or something. It's probably not important at this moment. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, sorry. <laughs> we do this a lot. Um, how did they work? Because they look really cool. And obviously, it's on your black board, so it, it, it makes the thing stay looking It's, it's on all my boards, actually. Did, on did all you... my own boards. Um, oh, really? I put hex attraction because I, I, I first started using it because purely for looks and you know we get these beautiful new boards just like you described with your partner's board and 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 you don't want to just ruin it with 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 wax and um so that was my first incentive and then uh, as i sort of got used it more i find now that the the um uh, uh performance is better because i find that you have just as much turn uh, grip in turns bare feet or booties either way but i find that it's less tacky when you lift your foot up so it's easier to shuffle your feet around so i prefer it uh, not everyone uh, uh gets on with it super well straight away and the main thing is when you're lying on it it doesn't feel as grippy it's just weird on a rash vest or a, or a wetsuit i don't notice it at all anymore but i do remember how it felt and people say this feels really weird it doesn't feel grippy you know and then but as soon as you're riding it's fine so you you, you totally forget about that and you get used to it but initially that was weird i put a tiny line of wax on the rails where i put my thighs you know because if you've got nothing there then you know and you've got a new board that's gloss for example it's quite simple and i put a tiny line where i put my hands for duck diving but I, I don't replenish that line that's like a line for maybe three months and i don't replace it yeah, so I wonder if it's like um, the only thing I can uh, like have any experience with something like that is just at the wave on their hybrid boards. They they've got like that the, like the top that you don't need to wax. Is it that kind of texture? Is no, it's a, a, it's it's it feels more like um, it feels like like sandpaper, but not in a bad way. Do you know what I mean? Like a very a light sandpaper. So you know you can. You can it's not. It's not abrasive. No, not not at all. Not at all. So so so. I mean, I've never had any issues with with any of my wetsuits with it. And also, I've I've, I've uh, surfed it um, without a wetsuit as well, just like uh, bare chested, just a couple of times, and I've not had any problems with it. So yeah, I, lo- I love the stuff. And 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 I was just bemoaning the fact that um, I put wax on these two new boards, the the, the Tomo uh hydra short and the the lost hydra and um the the hydra looks absolutely fine for some reason the wax looked white on it and on the hydra short the same wax just looks a bit creamy and yellow and it just immediately looks like a a used board yeah you you get that with them don't you sometimes that the uh 
the the uh, one of the nicest things I, I like looking at recently when someone puts a decent wax pattern on their board. <laughs> yeah, it just makes you go, yeah. oh, look at that! That looks nice. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's something a bit different, isn't it? So you you mentioned earlier as well about um, what you know, eating better and everything like that. Do you do you exercise outside of surfing now to keep yourself fit for when you're surfing? Yeah. So actually, thanks for for for, for reminding me of that point. You know, because I talk about that that. Uh, that boost fin um yeah we do and, that we um, jump a lot <laughs> yeah and uh, and and obviously that was just a just a, a total sideline but um in terms of keeping fit the I've, I've tried different things um but the the thing that has totally changed my my surfing now is uh i, I follow this guy called hydromind uh, yeah. on instagram and uh, and he's got these paddle bands which uh, which I've, I've subscribed to the program and and use and, um, and he's very American, right? He's but yeah. it's, it's a very different thing. He's quite like oh, he's actually Canadian anyway. He's not American, but do you know what I mean? It's very much positive energy. Come on, you can do it. Yeah, like you know, it's, it's not like, everyone's cup of tea. And, yeah. and for me, it was very different style than than than, than I was used to. And it almost sounds a bit cowboy, to be honest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's the, the it's English all bloody style. works. Yeah, the English style would be like, yeah, do it if you want. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But yeah, it's, I know it's very American. But he's like some of the stuff he shares. I've I. I, anytime he says something, I see it. I send it to Leighton straight away. Like, yeah, exa- exactly. And um, so I, I do a number of different um, uh, programs that he does. But to be honest, the one that I do ninety percent of the time is that he he does this thing where basically says if you're getting ready for a road trip, uh, for a surf trip, uh, and then do this. And he says, you know, do fifty paddle strokes. Do pull pull down once and and hold your breath for ten seconds, and then you've got five breaths and then you do it again and you repeat it three times i do that every single day it takes literally five minutes and i'm i'm always paddle ready with that i reckon i could do a lot more and 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 and, and, and get fitter but if i do that uh and i do, i like i mean i like to keep fit i do other stuff but i mean in terms of surfing if i do that i'm good i know i'm good to go it's that thing isn't the daily exercise um we we are going to do a a, a podcast on it um, when we've constructed it because it needs to be a, a really kind of well polished one, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I I I do it a daily exercise um, for like forever, um, and it's if it's short enough that it only takes you five or ten minutes, it you've kind of got no excuse. So when you said like you could do more. Yeah, you, you you could do more, but it might put you off when you've been doing more for say a week, and then you might not do it at all. So it's like a really fine balance, isn't it? And that daily exercise is like body condition, conditioning for the sea, and it does make such a huge difference. Just those five or ten minutes every single day, doing like it sounds what you're doing, you're just kind of um, replaying what you're doing the sea anyway, but just every yeah. day. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, so, and you're absolutely right. I totally agree with you, you know, especially for those people beginning on the exercise, on, on exercise. Um, I, I do do quite a lot of other exercise just because I enjoy it and I enjoy sort of keeping fit and, you know, finding that, you know, as, as I'm getting older, 46, uh, you, you kind of need to as well. Otherwise you lose it more. But, but in terms of for surfing, I just keep that going. Um, and, and, and yeah, that's good to go. I've got into yoga again a bit more. I did a lot of it. I had a yoga studio actually when I was uh, about 15 years ago. We had a yoga studio, my wife and I. 
Um, and uh, we we didn't practice, we didn't teach it ourselves, but we we we, we had a little business, and uh, so obviously did a lot of it then. And I just kind of when we sold the business, I just kind of just stopped doing it, and uh, just recently started up and just thought. Why have I not been doing this? It just makes you feel amazing afterwards. Yeah, it's one of the um, exercises that I do where afterwards you actually feel more energized. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like it's broken you or anything. You actually feel like, like if, if you miss it for, say, a week or whatever, you always think, why, why am I prioritizing other exercise over this? Yeah. Because it's, it's a, like a real, it's a real mental um, positive from it as well as well as the uh, the physical and like last year I my I did my back in and that was the thing it managed to get me back on the board was was that was to, um, taking up yoga. Well, I've heard someone um, say yoga is a lot if a lot like animal movements as well. And if you look at animals, like say you look at your dog for example, when your dog gets up, it never just gets up unless you know something happens like that. But when, as soon as the dog gets up. It always stretches, first of all. And, uh, mm. you know, I've, I've heard a lot of science that's saying that mm. you should do this first thing in the morning. You're not supposed to lie on your back, get straight out of bed and just go. You're supposed to, like, stretch into your day. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very sensible. And, yeah, I think you're dead on. One of my problems with yoga, though, is that I get, you know, I'm busy during the day, you know, from straight from getting up, you know, onwards, unless I sort of got up super early, which, as as you can imagine, guys, I can't get up early unless it's for surfing, which is you get up at any time. <laughs> My wife says the same yeah. to me. <laughs> Why can't you get up normally unless you're surfing? You get up at five. That's exactly what my wife says every time. <laughs> um, but uh, but but so I find myself sort of having ex- uh, time to exercise in the evening, and then you know I do yoga, uh, and then I'm relaxing after yoga, and I feel like this is amazing. I'm going to go to sleep now, and like ten minutes later, I'm up for two hours with the most amount of energy ever, and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, another time. Don't do yoga at night, no. <laughs> <laughs> so this this is going to be a question which we can edit out if you like, but how often do you get to surf? And I know you mainly go to the wave at the moment so that could be a dangerous question for you um (laughs) (laughs) if you don't answer we'll just leave that um that's that's enough (laughs) next question please (laughs) no problem no problem um so what what do you think from from your years of surfing? What do you think your like you've had as your biggest sort of failure, as, as you'd say, in surfing? And what did you learn from it? Ooh, that's a good question. That is a really good question. Um, well, I mean, actually, and maybe this isn't really answering your question properly, but um, yeah, I got really annoyed with someone um, who was being a total, you know, twat. Yeah, um, and uh, and there's, there's no denying they were a total twat, but but, but so I, I I got really um, really really annoyed and I had a go at them. They were a big guy, so it wasn't a it wasn't an intimidation thing. He was bigger than me, so it's not a you know I wasn't picking on anyone. Yeah, but it still didn't um, create a good mood in in the water. And actually, um, you know. Uh, I pulled over to him later and I said, you know what? Um, yeah, I wasn't happy with that, but I've, I've just caused more of an issue actually with this and I'd like to apologise. And obviously, I mean, you know, I didn't know this was going to happen at the time, but obviously next thing, you know, 
he's your best mate. And actually, if I'd approached it that way in the first place, it would have been fine. So, so then he, he was all chilled out with everyone else. So, you know, that's never the answer is to, is to, to, to get annoyed at, at someone. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's probably something that's most important. Um, in terms of something, are you talking about in terms of something skill set now as well? Yeah. Got some tips. Can't think yeah, of anything. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Got some tips. Yeah, let's go for that. Um, I, I see. I see a lot of because I really remember being an inter- intermediate surfer, um, and I see a lot of uh, a lot of people making the same mistakes that, that I made just really, really recently. And uh, one of the things, and actually, I was doing it even until fairly recently, without realizing, not all the time, is that I think one of the biggest Things uh, and not everyone does this. Obviously, um, some people might do the opposite. But most intermediate surfers um, over paddle. They paddle too frank- frantically. They paddle too fast, and they paddle too much for a wave. And what that ha- what happens then is that um, they are getting up halfway down the wave, and then they, they, they're, they're surprised why it's steep. So if you see good surfers, they look like they don't paddle almost. Yeah. And then, and then they look like they're they're getting up before the waves broken. You think, how can they have so much time, right? Um, and so, what I would counsel now, um, for example, if you're at the wave or if you're at the ocean, uh, it doesn't matter. It's exactly the same. Um, or you obviously have to keep your position. So, you, you hopefully you know where that is in terms of you know you're looking at a certain point in the lineup or a certain marker, etc. Uh, so you are paddling to keep in position, but those are not paddle waves for, for patching the wave. They're just kind of keeping the board not from going backwards or whatever. And as the wave approaches, it's literally four. It might not be four. It could be three or it could be six, but generally four or five hard, deep, slow strokes. Sounds a bit dodgy. And then <laughs> both your hands on the deck of your board. I think it's better to have a slight angle on them. And then get up. If you are, if you miss the wave, that is fine. That is fine. You because you, you, the, the, the options then are either you miss the wave, or you catch it perfectly. But what you don't do then is what a lot of uh, average level, uh, intermediate level surfers do is kind of start getting up halfway down the face. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, I, I felt that that myself with the wave the other day um, when I went there last week and. As soon as I positioned myself perfectly, it's on the wave, it's even like two paddles and you're up. But I think it works in such a way there, the wave comes the same, that you can do that. I think that you, you, that you, I think people begin, but not beginners, intermediates will struggle with, with getting that into their head in the ocean. Somewhere like the wave is brilliant you can, to get that dialed and practice. I think intermediate surfers in the ocean are going to struggle with that until they it's one of those things it's like muscle memory isn't it you've got to do it so many times that all of a sudden it's like ah right now it works that's it so do you think do you think that would uh, apply to longboarding as well well look i i've never longboarded so that is that you know i am talking about sort of mid-length to shortboard so i don't know i would love to learn longboarding now that the wave is open this is a great thing you know now at my age I was never going to start longboarding only because, not because you can't, but because I knew shortboarding 
much more, you know, much, uh, much better. So to start something new with surfing, I wasn't really interested in sort of learning what conditions to go for, etc. But now the wave is there. I mean, I reckon, you know, you can start hanging five probably after someone's been doing it for, for years, which is, which is, which is weird. Right. So I'd love to learn, you know, go on the intermediate setting perhaps, or the advanced setting and, you know, get a you know, long board and start walking up and down and trying that kind of stuff. would be super fun. It is super fun. It's, it's the thing about the difference between like, I, I can notice it. I know, I know my sort of seven, six isn't a short board, but it's a short board for what I'm used to riding. And mm-hmm. the difference between it, like, longboarding you you seem to have a lot more time you just mm. everything's a lot slower and like when i'm on that when i'm on that seven six everything's a lot faster and you everything's quicker when you're on the longboard everything's just really slow it's like it's just really slow and relaxed longboarding it's uh it is it is a good fun fun thing to do yeah so, no I'm, i i wish i'd done it this summer actually but i guess the the wave was shut for quite a while and I never got around to it, but uh, yeah, definitely next summer I'm gonna I'm gonna crack on and try longboarding. Um, so we ask uh, some of our guests that come on. We always ask about um, your pre and post surf mind, like your, what's your attitude like? You said you're excited on the way. So we, we've um, given an example before of uh, when we're going down. We was listening to kind of like hard fast like Link kind of heavy park, metal music you know, almost you know that, so, yeah. super excited you know driving probably too fast on the way down and on the way back we're ben nice howard and, jack johnson yeah you know nice <laughs> yeah. and relaxed and chill so do, do you have the same thing or is it slightly different for you i think it's slightly different for me because um you know other than the wave and even that's an hour and a half uh normally i'm driving really long distances so the, the, the way down there, it's all about conserving as much energy as possible. Typically, my, my trips like three and a half, four and a half hours. So on those trips, I'm literally just not even trying to think about surfing. I'm just trying to almost be asleep with driving yeah. <laughs> um, and, and conserving as much energy as possible. And then, uh, and then you know, on the way back, then, 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 then you know, I'm sort of just feeling a very sort of, relaxed and kind of de-stressed kind of mood uh so that's that's kind of me for the longer journeys um and even even you know when i go to the wave an hour and a half my 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 thing is not to amp myself up too much uh i like to sort of feel more relaxed uh before before i get there you know have my little routines uh have my specific things that i eat uh which is always having a you know a few nuts and apple for for for, for you know Apple for carbohydrate is generally better than, than banana, um, and um, and then and, and then some nuts and uh, walnuts are good, uh, almonds are good, and a uh, bit of water, and then I'm good to go. Well, that that's um, it. Well, yeah, that is totally sound, different to us. You got late next. Well, you I was going to say on that, you should get a pointless friend like me that just sits next to you in the car or van all the way down. Never drives, just sits next to you in the van, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, he's he's there with the nuts and the apple and everything like that, and there's me with a can of coke and a pasty, which is uh, <laughs> it's the complete opposite. But like that's, I think that was from he's always exercised, and I've always just skateboarded, like all my life I've skateboarded, and literally used to live. I, 
I saw something the other day, and there was a documentary on um, Danny Wainwright, who did the world's highest ollie years ago. Oh it yeah, was, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, that was back when I was living on bongs and Haribo's. <laughs> that was the diet, the, the of, diet of an athlete. Yeah, yeah. bongs <laughs> and Haribo's. That's uh, that's crazy. All right, a couple couple of little more questions then, and then uh, we'll wrap this up. So, what is your favourite surf film? Oh, um, do you know what? It, we, 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 we touched on it earlier on. It, it's, uh, it, it's gotta be, uh, North Shore, oh, which is not a that's, film. that's my favorite. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's gotta be there. But uh, in terms of, uh, real surf films, um, um, I love performing monkeys, which is, uh, quite an old, uh, film. And I think the re- reason why I liked it is that it was the first film where I saw really good surfers in british waves yeah i think that's on youtube now actually they really i've not seen it for years i'm pretty sure i saw it not not long ago on youtube or yeah over that yeah. or it's a real dodgy bootleg copy on youtube <laughs> or something yeah. i'm just like yeah but no i'm pretty sure it's on there but the, the real thing was bootleg you know like you know great grainy sort of all everything is gray because it's obviously yeah. filmed in, uh, uh but you know some really good ways and some really good surfing and that just got me really really amped because that's what you know we had uh the opportunity to surf in the uk yeah and how how do you think surfing's changed in the years that you've been doing it god it has changed massively hasn't it well not hasn't it it has, it has changed yeah. really you know it used to be sort of a more of a when i first started out and i wasn't you know i wasn't surfing properly when i first went to nias at the age of 19 you know, it was more of a hippie sort of thing. A lot of people with long hair, a lot of people with dreads. And then it got really, really clean cut. What, what I've noticed recently is that it's become a bit more hippie again, which I quite like. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I can't do it myself, unfortunately. I'm bald. but um... <laughs> ah, That's all right. You've got the beard. Just, just grow a yeah. really long beard, like plaid it, you know? Just, yeah. Just no, beard's come off as well now. So, uh, oh. so yeah it's uh, ordered by the wife what about the like on in like just so if you're just saying like the uk scene then how how do you think that's like changed i think we're getting better um i've been lucky to go go around travel around the world um and 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 uh i mean not loads but you know it's around the world and um you know i always thought that america was a bit like the UK in terms of you had some really good surfers and you had some complete rubbish ones and that's fine and everyone's getting on, you know. Australia, they're all good. <laughs> there is no <laughs> one bad in Australia. You're not allowed to surf in Australia if you're bad. Um, Hawaii is really interesting because there was loads of people that couldn't surf, but they, I mean, that couldn't surf well, but they're in the water. Hawaiians themselves, like native Hawaiians, yeah. they just love the water. And I thought that was amazing. And they weren't, they, it was, there was like zero ego on it. It was like they were there because they loved being in the ocean. They never were bothered about progressing. They just were on a battered up longboard in the ocean. Yeah. Surfed really badly, but just loving it. And See, I thought that was amazing. I heard something, uh, Andrew Cotty said something about that on a, on an interview. And he said, if you can ride a wave straight, you can ride a big wave. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he said. I'm sure it's him on an interview saying, if you could ride, if you can ride a wave straight, you can ride a big wave. And then you look at something like that on like Nazare and you're like, nah. No. <laughs> You also need balls of steel. Yeah, well, there, there's probably that as well. <laughs> Definitely. But, but in terms of the UK, I think we, 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 what I was 
getting to is that we we're getting better. We're getting, I think, we're 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 uh, increasing our knowledge. So the guys that were already fairly good are not fairly good, like you know, pros or semi pros. Are, are getting really good and then our young guys that are good are amazing and the, the 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 women in the sport and girls in the sport has increased massively which is fantastic so that's the the really big thing that i see here and i think that's really fantastic yeah it's kind yeah. of kind of proud to be a uk surfer yeah it's it, it, mm. everybody in the UK. Like I, I read out before, we had an email off someone saying about lineups around the world. Like you were just saying, like they said Australia, great, really competitive. Um, New Zealand's a bit more chilled but serious, and like the UK is just brutal. It's always been brutal in the lineup because you just take the piss out of each other all the time, <laughs> and that's. But in a, yeah, brutal yeah, but in a good a, way. It's like in a banter. nice way. It's you know banter in the, like I, I, you know sometimes you're in a lineup and people aren't talking to each other, but. You know, we're we're normally the idiots that are like trying to have a laugh and get people talking and stuff like that. Is um, it's you know, it's it's good fun. Yeah, but, yeah, it's good. That's good. Well, we know you've got uh, an early morning tomorrow to to go to the wave again. So um, we really appreciate you coming again. on. And, yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't go that much. No, no I, I, I've never seen. I, has your uh, has your wife not got your Instagram account or something? Because she must look at that and go. Uh, we we let's not even. That's a whole new show. <laughs> do you have to? Uh, you have to do that. Um, no, they're all from the same time, love. I just got the photos from that one time, and I just keep. I spread them out so people think I'm going all the time. Yeah, maybe getting rid of the beard. Can you, can you please like, shut up? I've already said that. Just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so, if you could uh, just let everybody know where they can find you on your social media, um, online. Yeah, or, or online, and uh, you said you're on YouTube as well. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, so so I'm doing everything now on Instagram. I'm too lazy to do YouTube, so that stopped years ago. But everything's on at Zero Ego Board Reviews. So zero is in Z E R O, and yeah, you type that in, and 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 then I'll pop up. And, and it's basically yeah, just reviews and tips for for average level surfers. So if you're a pro, you know I'm sure you're not listening to this anyway. But don't don't follow me. <laughs> you don't, you're not get anything. They don't follow you. Um, so, so you're not doing um, that right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. uh, if, you, if you're if you're sort of a, a, a anywhere like a normal person, then then yeah, just check it out. I think that's that's why we wanted to do this this podcast. As we say, you know, we we've said before, we're that that little bit further away. If we were closer, we'd probably be surfing all the time and do nothing. Um, we've both got that mindset quite well, I think. Um, but because we're that little bit further away, we wanted to start the podcast, and it's that thing of. The average people, there was nothing out there for the average surfer, the the average person who's like, you know, you're doing the the, the board reviews, that's aimed at the average surfers and, the, you know, the, the normal level people out there. But there's all podcasts and everything I've listened to before are always, they're always like pro surfers talking. And as much as it's nice to hear, I don't think the average person can relate to that very well, much. No, especially in the UK as well. no. So I think, you know, that's that's it's a really good thing that you're doing, and uh, yeah, yeah we, we look forward to your to your future posts, and um, I hope you have a good day tomorrow. Well, thanks, guys. It's been a real pleasure to speak to you guys, and thank you so much for for doing these because yeah, I really enjoy listening to them, and I'll be listening to them again um, when I'm driving down tomorrow. Lovely. Thank you very much. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for that, Sasha. What a great guy.
What a dude. Yeah. He was uh, he was bloody lovely, wasn't he? Yeah, really nice. Yeah. To, I just didn't know to... what I was expecting from him because I've, I've I've watched him a lot on on Instagram and I don't know what I was actually expecting from him like but he was a much better than I and I imagined he was going to be. Yeah, he was well, he's got zero ego. He actually has got zero <laughs> yeah. ego. He actually has. That's yeah, gen- genuinely man. lovely guy. Uh, Love the bit about tips and helping people, and he's all about that, which is yeah. ju- just what we, is perfect for us. Yeah, for, and I mean, after we finished recording, he even said to us, you know, if you want any tips or anything, you know, just get in yeah. contact. And that's just brilliant, you know. Because I'm going to be texting him every day now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about this? <laughs> the amount of people after podcasts that are just going to start blocking you because <laughs> it's like you'll be like that Hannah can I have my insurance and uh, <laughs> Sasha how do I do this and uh, yeah anyway, oh, yeah I enjoyed that one was, yeah it was a, it was a good one he was a lovely bloke to, to talk to hopefully we get a chance to meet him one day and speak to him in person yeah he was yeah no doubt we'll bump into him at the wave. Not that he's ever there, but... No. Um, I don't think he's ever been. No, I don't think he's ever been to the wave. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sasha's wife, he's never been to the wave. I've, I've no. you know, never seen a post of him there or anything. <laughs> Someone who looks just like him. Yeah. Um, speaking of waves, we're going to uh, be at Newquay. Oh, yes. The longboard competition. Yeah, nationals. Yeah. On the, what's the date? The 9th, 10th, 11th? The, the of... 10th tenth and 11th of October. Yeah. Uh, in Newquay, there is the longboard competition. If you're heading down, uh, keep an eye out for us. Come up and have a chat. There's going to be two idiots walking around with microphones, I presume. Like, Yeah, we'll have the, we'll have the mics going recording. And uh, if you see us there, come and have a yeah. chat to us. We Maybe we it. should post a picture of what we look like on on instagram so if people see us there they can come up and talk to us because at the moment there's just like pictures of you when you're 20 with a massive emoji over your penis yeah <laughs> i still i still look exactly the same <laughs> just you a little like, bit wider you now look like the guy who ate that kid <laughs> <laughs> amazing so yeah, yeah so if uh, you see might. us yeah but like we've both got faces for radio so yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you, we'll we'll post a picture when we're down there. So if you see us, come and talk to us. Um, yeah, I'll be the guy in the hopefully in the uh, UK surf show East London Press t shirt. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Well, should we so, should we start talking about that so people know what you're we? on about? Um, yeah, we. Uh, so a friend of mine moved to uh, the Big Smoke a few years ago, and I miss him terribly. Craig, <laughs> come back. Uh, but he started up a company called East London Press, and they make T-shirts, clothing, beanies, all sorts of things. Um, he sent me a message the other day saying, "Hey, dude, meant to send you this a while ago. Um, what do you think?" And it's a collab T-shirt between us and East London Press. Um, we are giving one away in a competition that we're running at the moment. Uh, but on a side note, this T-shirt we are going to do a limited run of them at some point. So let us know if you are interested either head across to our instagram and let us know we did a post about it the other day or let us know via email get in contact and uh, let us know what you think right competition time competition mega competition competition time <laughs> <laughs> i'm so leaving that in um right 
So, shall I read out the companies, who they are, and then you can say what everyone's getting? Yeah, yeah? let's give a shout out to the companies, because we really appreciate their support. Yeah, it's um, literally, guys, this is an amazing prize fund. I worked out roughly, and it was over 350 quid worth of prizes, and I think more has been added since I worked oh, yeah, out as well. Yeah, I was going to well. say, it's, like, it's gone up, hasn't it, since then? Yeah, so it's, it's over £350 worth of prizes. Companies who have donated prizes are West Coast Surf Wax, The Whittling Woodpecker, Ocean Lube, M&M Drotography, Reaper Lifestyle Apparel, Onion Magazine, Ocean Corduroy, KB Photo Vid, Outdoor Camera Club, Not Just a Print, North Core, Surf Trumps, East London Press, White Wood Clothing, Six Foot and Clean, Kukenna, Suffolk Surfers, and who started it all off? Green Suff Surf Wax. Wow. Oh my God, that's a lot of people. That's, that's a, lot a lot of support. Of that's great. That's, yeah. Right, and all together, those people are donating four bars of Surf Wax, a wood carving of a wave, a Surf Magazine, Anti Chafing Lube, two surfing prints, a beanie, four t shirts. Surf playing cards, soap and shampoo bars, stickers, calligraphy print of word of your choice, bamboo flask and wax comb, a mug and leash string. So anything else? No, that's that's, that's <laughs> it. That's that's loads, isn't it? Yeah. How, how are we going to afford for the uh, the postage? I'm probably going to have to like drive it there myself to you <laughs> yeah, because be yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe cheaper. You know, what was the Lee Evans one? If I had my moped, it'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, the, you know, we've got an amazing prize fund there. So to enter, we better tell you how to do that, haven't we? As well, yeah. you've got until the end of September 2020. So to the 30th of September 2020, and we want your surfing stories. Yeah, so surfing stories that's happened on a surf trip. So you don't actually have to be in the water surfing, just anything at all. We just it has to be funny, inspirational, you know, whatever it is, as long as it's on a surf trip, just so there's some kind of link. That'd be great. Ones we've had already are brilliant. Like, we've there had are a couple of front really runners, good. aren't there? Yeah, already. Yeah. There's a, there's uh, in my mind there's one front runner that's stood out to me above the rest, but there has yeah. been a couple that is is tied up between so far is is a lot of uh, yeah a lot of good stories more than I thought we were going to get as well I know yeah you've given us some reading that's true it's not light reading it's heavy yeah. reading <laughs> yeah we we started a podcast for fun not work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've just made more work for ourselves so but, get on get online send them in either to our email address which is the UK Surf Show at gmail dot com or get in contact via social media which Instagram is at the UK Surf Show. Yep, our Facebook at the UK Surf Show and on Twitter as well. Um, send your stories in however you want. Uh, one person sent a story in and sent it to every single one at the same time. So Make sure he wins. Yeah, <laughs> just, just uh, that, was a, that was a young lady as well, I think. That yeah, was, was yeah, we've, had them, uh, we've also had stories from around the world. I know, which is, uh, Yeah, which I is hope you're not going to drive there. I'd, not, I'd have to post it, wouldn't I? It is <laughs> yeah. miles away. Um, yeah, so good luck to everybody and, um, yeah. Get the stories in. Yeah. So, uh, that's it. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Until oh, well. next time. Hope you enjoyed uh, today's show. Thanks again to Sasha for coming on. Really cool guy. Really, uh, 
knowledgeable, really knowledgeable guy. Yeah. Definitely going to be using his uh, knowledge in the future for when we progress. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, right, well, goodbye. Cheers.